0: top the 19th floor of mount manitoba not in hall of fame.com proudly presents another episode of how the hell did this go number one and you could ask this of this particular band and how the hell do they do this six times well i think we're going to sort of explore this a little bit but before i do that let's introduce all the people in question it's me it's kirk buckner I own, I run Fame.com, the Fictitious Athlete Hall of Fame, the Fictitious Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and the United States Athletic Hall of Fame. Vote now, fame.com forward slash USA. And I'm going to do a little bit, in, I'm going to mix the order a little bit. I'm going to introduce co my other co-host, Brad Nelson. You Hi there. Hey, <laughs> Brad. Watch out, here she comes.
1: The other co-host, she might be, uh... Nice person in general.
2: <laughs> smart. That's smart.
1: I, dude, I have to see her on the semi-regular, like in-person where she could rip my flesh off because she's a man-eater.
0: Well, <laughs> you, you know, like for the way you sort of went the, did this intro, really, I can't go for that. No can do. No, no.
1: <laughs>
0: but the non-man-eater in question is the first ever co- or the second co-host I ever had of anything. It's the lovely, it's the talented, it's the
1: worldwide famous Andrea Tessman. Oh, I didn't know who you are talking about there for a second. I thought we had a guest. <laughs> I didn't
2: either. I <laughs> thought we could have had a guest.
0: <laughs> and Brad, you're the one who picked this. So I'm okay. the one who picked this. So here's my first question. Uh, so Hollow Notes went number one six times. They did. Uh, this being the fifth one of them, let me just uh, bring up the the ones that they did. Uh, so Rich Girl 1977, Kiss on My List 1980, uh, Private Eyes, I Can't Go for That in uh, 1981, This Song, and Out of Touch in 1984. So out of these ones, and I presume we're probably not going to touch all the notes again, why this song?
1: Oh, I'm going to touch them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> why this song? Honestly, because out of all of their catalog, yeah. I liked this one the most. Okay um it was a little more catchy and i found out some neat stuff about it while we were uh, looking around at it okay
0: okay uh for those who give a crap my favorite song of theirs is out of touch but this one is a close second
2: i think my favorite is um rich girl
1: she's but i you. really
2: like the lakes lake street dive version of it
0: i'm, I'm sorry what
2: Lake, it's a band Lake Street Dive, they do a lot of like soul stuff, a lot of covers, but some image. Anyways, they do a really great cover of it.
0: Okay, so when I, I'll 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 open up here with this. Uh, when I was younger, I did not like these two. I think it might have been the video format. Frankly, mm-hmm. uh, there's just something about the way they well, mostly John. I'll just be blunt. There's something the there I think Oates is uncharacteristically I do not say re- despised because that's not true but it's the porn stash that, isn't it I think there's a lot of that I think he's disproportionately disrespected uh, yeah it's the porn stash I, I think that has a lot to do with it his
1: height doesn't help ah short guys need love too. trust me man I, I topped out at 5.9 after that it was getting too high and a little scary up there and... but Oates is 5.4 yeah,
0: and his partner's considerably larger, better looking than he is, and does ninety percent of the singing. Yeah, but and more talented?
1: Playing. I don't know. I mean, I didn't say he's more talented. I mean, I would. I thought that back then. No, Oates has been on lots of stuff, though. That's the that's the whole thing, you know. But not of the main hits. No, I mean, like as a session musician or fill-in or what have you. Like he's so, pretty prolific. I think when i look
0: back at this this band uh I, I think also too with rich girl i think that blew my mind when i re- only realized this only a few years ago uh that that was first in 1977 i thought everything they did or at least made it was in the 80s mm-hmm. uh clearly inspired by the philly soul sound and they are from philly which yep. uh, makes a lot of sense for that uh they have been and Winnie's making an appearance
1: here hello winnie
0: hey winnie uh so they're clearly inspired by that, but it's softer bleeding into pop and more adult contemporary, which is why they've been far more successful. Also, their pigmentation in that era didn't hurt either. I was
2: gonna say, they they got described by someone as Blue-Eyed Soul.
0: Yeah,
1: they're definitely Blue-Eyed it, Soul. As a matter of fact, in this video, Daryl, I Hall, that too. Daryl Hall looks a little bit like um, the Wish version of the Thin White Duke, of David Bowie's character. Uh, the Thin White Duke, uh, the Wish version. Like if you ordered David Bowie, The Thin White Duke
0: mm-hmm. on
1: Wish, Daryl Hall would show up to your door. <laughs> would he bring votes? Oh, I don't know. Do they go anyplace without each other? I don't know. No, I don't know Anyway, either. not successfully. They, um, they, no, not successfully.
2: <laughs> they were, yeah. So, so blue-eyed soul. So really, they're 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 playing typically black music Mm -hmm. in an era where the people of higher pigmentation weren't getting a lot of radio play. Mm -hmm. And they were really, I mean, this is like, like key 80s. I don't think this would get more 80-ish than it is in terms of the Mm -hmm. sound and the look of it. But you guys watch the video
0: for that point? You know, uh, because the people who they were inspired by, uh, and they and I guess sort of like the black musicians were also inspired by the by the Philly soul scene uh they yep. were getting a lot of MTV play back when this shit mattered mm-hmm. it mattered a lot uh so hollow notes so they so they first in in 77 this being their I mean they their dominance in the early 80s you don't think of them as a dominating band maybe because
2: oh, they, were.
1: they were but they were they put out basically
2: an album a year and were never off the top 100.
1: Yeah, a long period of time. No, they were very prolific, but in much the same way as vanilla ice cream sells a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's nothing. There's no edge to this. There's no, um, how do I put it? There's this is not rocky road. This is this is you know. I don't want to say it's pap, but it's just it's not. There's there's nothing that stands out about it. There's nothing that, that grabs your mind and just you know won't let go kind of thing. But it but it is surviving though. I mean, uh, there, no, it survives absolutely. But I think it's because of the fact that it's inoffensive. It's um, you know it's it's a good sound. Don't get me wrong. Like when you listen to it, you you bop along. Oh, here she comes. You know you're gonna be bopping along to it, but. There's nothing to it. We're not talking this isn't Fleetwood. This isn't Prince. This isn't um, you know, any any of the legends of, of music history. This is just something that's really easily accessible. You know what they remind me it, of? It's
2: formulaic, it's mm-hmm. easily accessible, mm-hmm. and it's um it's inoffensive. Well, that's not entirely true, but the music itself isn't offensive.
1: Yeah, it, it is. It's easily digestible. But I think it's
0: also easily transferable. And I was just going to say, there is a group, uh, contemporaries of theirs, even though their sounds are totally different, they also breached multiple genres in the same sort of way that Hall & Oates could. Because uh, Hall & Oates did, you can see them on the pop thing. You could actually see, you could you could see though I don't know if they were played a lot on black radio stations, but they could. If you mm-hmm. didn't know. But, but and I'm sure in some places they were. Uh, adult contemporary they remind me of although again the sound isn't similar but here, here, let me finish the thought though the cars they were new wave they were pop they could still be played on rock so today if you if you look if you're going to see them in a new wave compilation you're going to hear them on a classic rock compilation mm-hmm. you know they were able to, and they both took and maybe because i studied the rock hall a lot they both were these bands that were passed o- or not thought of right away as first Ballot Hall of Famers, but then you keep thinking about it and you think about it. Why do some of those songs still survive? Mm-hmm. And with Hall and Oates, I mean, as we're looking, as I'm looking back through their whole catalog, I mean, here's just the songs that didn't go number one. Sarah Smile, She's Gone, You Make My Dreams Come True. You make my so. dreams come true. Yeah, ooh, ooh, Method ooh, of Modern ooh. Love.
1: Like, that's that's a lot of, uh, that, that's a lot of hits. No, they, they absolutely did. They absolutely did. And they were they were doing a good job, which is why it was a bit disappointing. Like, you guys watched the video, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay.
0: I remember it from, from my youth, too.
1: Yeah, but watching them, like, lip syncing and air guitaring, um, and then when I was actually watching it, I actually took in just how bland that sax solo was. And they had a great session sax player in for that. And he's even miming playing the sax on the video and boy, you can tell it was terrible. Well, Well, part of that
2: that seems like it's off is because they're running that sax through a pretty severe delay. So mm -hmm. it's almost almost looping itself in a way. So part of that offness is the
0: actual sound. Even, even better when they're playing, playing in, it. they uh, yeah. like separate ways when they're not actually even using They don't even actually have them. Well, yeah.
1: But sitting here watching one of the guys, one of the backup uh, musicians, just strumming the guitar completely out of time with the music.
2: Okay, but they insisted, well, Hollow Notes, one of the producers insisted that they needed the Jaguar, the Black Panther there. Yep. They paid an exorbitant amount of money for about one and a half seconds of usage, Mm -hmm. and then it apparently got loose, (laughs) into the rafters.
1: Yeah, that's what Daryl Hall said. I got. I just left then. (laughs) He said something else that
0: was it. Hall or Oates who said that? Oh, you know, it's not really about a song, or or, sorry, it's not about a woman.
2: woman, It's about New York City. Yes, that's absolute bullshit. This is just key for the it's not so that I don't think this song is misogynistic, but it's a really common trope about that time of this like fear of women. Like I get, I get the impression that he's actually impressed by this woman about, you know, being scary and powerful. And, but Mm at the same time, there's a lot of, a lot of borderline misogyny going on in, a mostly male-dominated field at that point.
1: They don't have to sort of like play this. Uh, I don't know, man. Debbie Gibson was around.
0: <laughs> oh, this, that foolish beat. Eh. <laughs> Why do I know that? Oh, Winnie? Okay. <laughs> Why do I know that? Now, I want to go back to Oates itself. Uh, Oates was somebody who's been a, the punchline of, God, so many things. Uh there's that one show, and I, and I haven't seen it, so I can't really comment on, but but I assume that the whole punchline is was what, what it, Car- Garfunkel and Oates? Have either of you seen that show?
1: Of yeah. course. Okay. Dude, I, I, you I, have I, to respect I, the loophole. And this party just took a turn for the douche.
2: Okay. Oh, there it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend watching Garfunkel and Oates.
0: Yes. So I'm but I'm assuming but they're they're not saying Simon and Hall, no, right. Uh, even in the an old Simpsons bit, uh, when Lisa was not doing too well, got upstaged in the sacks. Uh, she envisioned herself as uh, what was it? Uh, Messina, Garfunkel, Hall, and Lisa, or something like that. Uh, even the family. Even there was a bit on Family Guy, where uh, Lois is uh, doing all the plaster casters of all the dicks. For uh, Daryl Hall and Oates says uh, Oates, says, are you ready for me, Lois? And then yeah, I'll I'll be ready for you soon, Oates. I'm not gonna do Oates.
1: How is he a punchline? Well, because he was the little guy. It's easy to pick on the little guy, mm-hmm. um, and you know he got upstaged by Daryl quite a bit, and his other brother Daryl. Um, but yeah, he he got he got upstaged. Uh, by, by Daryl Hall quite a bit, you know, because he Hall was the better looking guy. Hall was more charismatic. Um, was Oates a better musician? Hands down, 100% he was. But because of appearances and, you know, this is a it's the same thing with with the Beatles or with any duo. Everybody's always asking, hey, is there any juicy gossip between these two or whatever? So they always want there to be friction or competition. You know, even with Simon and Garfunkel going back to them, there was the jealousy going on there. Garfunkel was was up in front and singing most of the songs, and Simon was in behind writing the majority of it. And, and you know, later on in life, um, Simon went through and and uh, did his own thing and did really well, and Garfunkel just sort of coofed into the ether.
0: Yeah, I was reading how Garfunkel thought he was going to be a big movie star at one point, too. Yeah, he tried. He right. failed. Yeah. Uh I, I think also too it didn't help if you I don't know if either of you have ever seen their, their Christmas video. No. Uh okay. Well, I'll, I'll just say this. Uh, the gay vibes that come from that video might exceed that from uh Jagger and uh Bowie in Dancing in the
1: Streets. Oh dancing in the streets. That's a uh, that's some
0: serious
2: right.
0: romance yeah not saying that there's anything wrong with that but it's not so what? it wasn't stylishly good either hmm? it makes it worse yeah uh, i suppose it's just a bad video right when that happens
2: with christmas specials you know when they try to to do a christmas song it often ends up
0: being oh don't
1: talk about the star wars holiday special which you can actually
0: watch an episode of on this crap was on national television. We do not
1: talk about it.
0: No, we don't talk about it. No, 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 but it does, but it does exist.
1: It does not exist.
0: As I'm looking back, Oates gets a bad rap. Uh, one thing also too, I, I should mention that I didn't realize, uh, who was part of this. Uh, one of my least favorite people of all time, even though I have no realistically realistic reason why. Neil Young. No, G. E. Smith. Oh, you know who was, was the band G. leader? Smith. He was the band leader for Saturday Night Live for about ten years, and there's just something about the way he sort of looked that just bothered me. It's like hey, you think you're so cool. I don't know what it is. It's a very irrational. I know that. Uh, it's sort of like what my mom used to say, and I've said this before, how how
1: she hated Bernadette Peters. I say why? Well, just look at her. That was her response. Oh. I usually have to have a reason to dislike somebody, not just based on their appearance. I, well, yeah. Well, G. E. Smith was there. He was one of the people
0: when they were growing up. Watch out.
1: <laughs> mm, okay. He was so he's, yeah, he was yeah. one of the backup singers.
0: Yeah, but he was with the band for a long, long time. So he was, you know, very well established. I mean, like the back, the, the, the talent that they had around them was it was very slick, very polished, and it did survive. I'm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I look back at my younger self and I kind of wish I didn't
1: dislike them like I did. (laughs) Because they didn't feel cool to me. I never disliked them. I just, they were bland. I
0: don't find them as, yeah, you know, and I don't find them
1: as bland as I used to, if that makes Hmm. any sense. So when you're walking through the grocery store and a & Out song comes on, you're like, yeah, this is my jam. I had not walked in a grocery store in a long, long time. Mm. But yes, no, I don't so know. One I, fun I, thing I found out about this track was that it was actually supposed to have a reggae sound to it when oh, it first yeah. off. That would have been. That would not. That would. I well, I don't know.
0: I mean, maybe they were. Maybe they would have done it the way that, that uh, Stuart Copeland sort of arranged all that for the police.
1: Maybe, or, you know, maybe it was going to be something along the lines of, like, Jimmy Buffett kind of sound or something like that.
2: I can almost hear it with a reggae beat. If I think about it, it would, I can get it, but I don't think it would have worked as well. But I, no. that was the the original demo that, that he recorded. That's exactly
1: it, right? yeah. And they they decided to can that idea. Maybe Daryl
2: Hall's girlfriend helped convince them to go in a do it. Um, Edgar Sarah Winter
1: as well. as well. Edgar Winter uh, helped out with that. Yeah. When I think
0: of reggae, I always think of Edgar Winter.
1: No, he helped out uh, changing it from reggae.
0: I just wanted to throw that out.
1: But Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cause he's, uh, he's a pretty reggae looking dude. Boy, I tell you what.
0: Yeah. <laughs> As said by any one of the three of us but anywho so yeah. man Eater has survived it will for and it probably will for a long time it's going to always get continuous play unlike some of the other songs that we've covered that were just as successful in today that are non-existent
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh Holland oats i think will always be remembered oats will always be a punchline wrongfully so and technically it's
1: daryl hall and john oats that's true that's also true yeah it's not supposed to be Hall and Oates everybody calls them Hall and Oates doesn't
2: matter we'll forever be Hall, like Hall and Oates. Yeah. yeah
1: they didn't like that so whole oneness kind of thing they wanted to be known as separate artists
2: one word Hall and Oates
1: Hall and Oates. it just flows off the tongue better
0: though too
2: mm-hmm. way better than Oates and Hall too
0: but what if it was John Oates and Daryl Hall yeah that still doesn't work
2: John Oates and Daryl Hall works better than Oates and Hall but not as good as Hall of Oats.
1: Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. Or as you're walking through the stalls in a in a in a barn, it's the Hall of Oats.
2: Mares eat oats and dozy oats and little legs. Lamb. <laughs> I- blue blue, blues.
0: It's a kiddly dive. Remember that, Winnie? Oh no, you weren't alive. <laughs>
1: But yeah, kind of an interesting, a uh, little bit, a little bit of story on that one there with the with the horn notes thing, and then the um, the changing it from a reggae sound because you know yes,
0: that was out.
1: Yeah, it it was a, well, it was a good move to do that. And technically, they're considered pop rock, though I'm going to say they're, they're even when they came out, they were kind of adult contemporary. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, also why they, they sort of can flow between all that,
0: which is a giant key to their success. Mm-hmm. I yep. really believe that. Um, and
2: as Kirk, to your comment, if you didn't find them cool, I don't think they ever were cool.
0: No, I mean, that's... Something
2: that your mom's going to jam out to in the car, you're not going to find it cool.
0: Mm-hmm. I think also, too, it maybe maybe didn't help either. They were older when they finally had it big. So, like, they were in their... Well, let's see. Uh, so they would have been in their early 30s when Sarah Smile came out. So but when the end, so th- this year they would have been slightly over 35. They
1: were born in 46 and 48.
0: Okay, so they would have been my dad's age. Or no, a little bit younger than my dad slightly.
2: So uh, oh, yeah, late 30s. If 46 yeah. and 48, the late 30s and
0: 82. 80, 80s, right. yeah. so, so a 12-year-old, 13-year-old me was not
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Around this time, I was rushing home or rushing back to a buddy's place right after school to catch, because uh, his parents had satellite, we could get MTV. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were willing to catch Thriller. The video was going to drop right after school.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. And boy, I remember sitting there and thinking that was the tits.
0: It was very impressive. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was way ahead of its time, still is. Uh, I guess. Uh, do we have any final thoughts on Paul and Evac Oats,
1: as they are called? Um,
0: I've just had Nelly Furtado in my head since
2: starting twenty six. Because she's
1: got the Man Eater song.
2: Man eater, I don't know the words to it.
1: Doesn't really matter. She does say Man Eater though.
2: It's called Man Eater too,
1: well, oddly enough.
0: And with that, we we. <laughs> we uh, we uh, turn it over to Miss Tessman, who's I'm sure got something uh, ready for us. What do you got for next?
2: next um, we're going to do Rod Stewart.
1: You think I'm sexy? I already did. We already did that.
0: Correct. Well, yeah, did anybody do that? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: we did that in
2: the before times. We did do that in the before times. Oh, Kevin? no. Oh, no. Does someone else have something ready to go?
1: I don't have anything uh, in the chamber. Okay.
0: I, I can I can throw something right now if you wanna if you want to do this. I just saw this Yeah, if you uh, got something. Uh, okay. Uh let's go to uh, a few years after and we're gonna go to uh
1: the fatherland. Oh Nana, ninety nine loaf balloons? Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: yes.
0: Actually I'm gonna do my impression of uh Nana right now, if you like. Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, for those just listening, I just showed my armpit here. Uh, irrelevant. And well, Andrea will show hers next week. Or this week, apparently. It's in <laughs>
2: but it's still irrelevant. Okay. Opal saying hi.
0: It kind hi, of is, Opal. it's kind of relevant in a way, and we're gonna discuss that. We're gonna discuss German body hair, German beauty standards, and a, and a and a high peppy song about something that's not peppy at all.
1: No, that was actually a really cool story.
0: Actually, yes, it was. So there we go. Andrea has to do the next two now.
1: Uh oh.
0: to Find
2: something yeah. awful.
0: But I've done some other things here in the Buckner verse. No, um, you
1: haven't.
2: I have. I've done a lot.
1: No, nothing as important as this. Well, no, I didn't say it was.
2: Well, what else have you done,
0: Kirk? Well, I've got a book that's out. Uh, You can get it on Amazon. About the, the, the late great Chavo Guerrero Sr. Uh, Ch- and it's called Chavo Guerrero Instant Classic. Before he passed away, I
1: helped Who's him- it about? Chavo Guerrero. Chavo Guerrero. The late great. The late great Chavo Guerrero. Chavo Guerrero, okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it might be a little bit late to order it for an Easter present, but what's coming up next? Father's Day. Father's Day present.
2: Be a great Father's Day present. Be a
1: fantastic Father's Day present for the classic wrestling fan on your list.
2: Mm. Also, yeah. Mother's Day's coming up. Don't don't write out those mothers. They might cool. like wrestling too.
1: There's some mothers who like wrestling.
0: You know, too bad this is too bad. Hello Mada. Hello Fada didn't go to number one. Hello Mada.
1: Hello, hello, hello Fada.
0: I hate that damn song.
2: He right hand. Had Camp Granada. Camp
1: is very entertaining, Entertaining. and And they say that we'll go out if it's (laughs) not raining. The delay on this, because we can't sing, and uh, and we can't impress Kirk with our musical ability.
2: It's true.
0: Yeah, I've been working on some new impressions, but I'm going to hold back on them. Oh, thank you. <laughs>
2: so, Kirk. Kirk, I hear that there might be some other like Hall of Fame shows you do or something.
0: Why, Andrea, in, fact and in, in fact there is. There is the weekly Hall of Fame show with my good friend, your good friend, my good friend, and everyone's a good, good friend, Evan Evan Nolan. Winnie sometimes shows up on that one too. So so check that out. That drops uh weekly. Uh also too, Vinny Vinny You know Vinny. Oh yeah. Hey, Vinnie. I know Vinny. Yeah. Hey yeah. Vinny. Yeah, he's yeah, he's the least Italian Vinny L'Aspanuso you can imagine, but he's still Italian. <laughs> yes. like Ralph Macchio Italian. Ooh, that's a good one. Yes, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so he he shows up every now and then and makes the Hall of Fame case for some random people that you don't know, but you're always you always learn something from it. He once made the Hall of Fame case for former President Theodore Roosevelt for the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And it's actually very interesting how we came to that conclusion and very accurate sounds like a long walk to get there it's uh, it's really not huh it, it, it's really not actually those shows are pretty quick they're only about usually 15 to 20 minutes
1: okay yeah
0: so there's there's that that's out uh there's a couple that have to come out that chris bordet and i do which is how which is this crap was on national television Eventually, Small Wonder will be out. i uh, have been talking about that one for a while, but we also recorded <sighs> another one where we did Hit Me Baby one more time, the British version.
2: I didn't know there was a British version.
0: Actually, it was the original version.
2: Okay, now I'm going to have to watch something else you do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Virtual. <laughs> 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 that was the reaction I was waiting for um, spot. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Moving. Thank you. Moving right along. We right watch one. that one. This one, I don't expect anything from you, Andrea. Uh, the, the the retro football show where we're going to look at Super Bowl three. I won't tell you who wins. Good spoilers. Surprise me. <laughs> but it is certainly so. It's a, a show that I do enjoy. Ah, and with that, I think that's pretty much all I've got going on in the Bucknerverse. There will be some other things coming on. It's been a bit hectic over the last six weeks, but uh, for all those who've checked up on me, thanks much. I I do appreciate that, including the two of you there. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, With that, wherever you are, wherever you may be, we all say stay safe, everybody, don't we, Winnie?
1: Don't we, Winnie? Yes,
0: Winnie. Yes, Winnie uh, Good night, guys. guys. All right. Take care, everyone.